0: Boy, oh yeah, a one by one, let me see you move to the beat of the drum. Miss that tune that I know you wanna hum. Set it off right, make a man go um. Boy, oh yeah, one by one, face me up to the beat of the drum. Point a big circle and wait for your turn. Set it off right, make a man go um. Oh, oh, close faster, faster.
1: That's what you um, hear in a class at the gym. What if you took a class that was going to benefit your mood and brain? better than anything else you could do. We all know that exercise is good for the brain, but there are different claims made as to which exercise is best. Walking, running, cycling, swimming, aerobics, weights, we've discussed this before, and the answer tends to be all of the above. Except that now, out of the University of Sydney, comes the suggestion that one form of exercise improves mental well-being better than many activities you can do, and it's at least the equal of all of them. Dr. Alicia Fong Yan is a lecturer in exercise and sport science. Good morning, Alicia. Good morning. You're a former dancer and an expert actually in dance shoe design, aren't you?
0: Yes, that's right. My PhD was looking at the effects of um, dance shoe design, yes.
1: You have found that dance is as good as or better than other types of physical activity for improving a range of psychological and cognitive outcomes, including better memory. Uh, Alicia, how do you know?
0: So we took a look at the pool of literature that's already out there, the scientific research that's already out there, that compared dance to exercise. And in particular, why we wanted to do that was because previous studies had only looked at dance versus nothing. And We know that any physical activity is better than nothing to improve health, both physical and uh, mental health. And what we wanted to know is whether dance was actually going to be um, effective enough that we could potentially swap out exercise sessions with a structured dance class to try and improve adherence to physical activity.
1: That was a good idea. So you looked at data from both healthy and unhealthy people, I think.
0: So we had participants that were aged all the way from 7 through to 85, and we had health conditions from healthy participants through to people with Parkinson's, cerebral palsy, uh, people with low cognition, fibromyalgia, breast cancer, and even heart failure and risk of falls.
1: Wow. And the improvements you saw were seen not just in older people, which we could understand. It might have been a while since they did much exercise. But interestingly, also in the young, Alicia?
0: That's right. For the people that were aged 55 years and under, they saw benefits to psychological outcome measures. While for the older um, adults that were aged 56 and over, a lot of those studies were focused more on things like cognition, so your memory and executive functioning. And uh, again, there was this consistent um, improvement that uh, was seen across all of those included studies.
1: You've mentioned structured dance, so you can't whirl around the living room by yourself and get a similar effect.
0: The, the reason why we were uh, looking at structured dance is not because you can't get benefits from doing that. I think it's certainly fun um but what we wanted to look at was trying to find a physical equivalent to being told to go to the gym and do squats lift weights run on a treadmill we wanted to see if we could get uh, structured dance classes where it replicates that same structure of a standard exercise um, class or an exercise program and so when there is a set structure to a dance class then it's a little bit more controlled it's easier for us to compare um, structured exercise to a structured dance class. And it will give us a little bit more of an idea of the intensity and the types of physical components that are included in the dance class. So that hopefully in the future, if we're to try to have clinicians recommending or referring patients to a specific dance class, they know what's actually included in that experience so that they know that their patient's going to get the right kind of benefit that they're hoping
1: for. Understood. And of course, dancing together with other people, we can imagine, is always beneficial to cheer you up. But so is the act of dancing itself, yeah?
0: That's right. So there are some explorations into simply moving in unison together. So in a group exercise class or a group dance class because everyone's moving together and even if you're doing the dance movements by yourself but in this group setting there seems to be this um, benefit from a social context there's not enough studies for us to definitively conclude that one style of dance is any superior to another at the moment it appears that regardless of the genre, whether it is a partnered or individual style, um, whether it's aerobic dance, ballroom or cultural dance, these improvements don't seem to be limited to a particular genre.
1: Is that in part, do you think, because through the ages we have associated all sorts of types of dancing with enjoyment of life as well?
0: I think so. I, I, I hope that this research is going to help people realise that it's not just something enjoyable, but actually this can make it a physical activity, um, physical activity in general can then be enjoyable. So we, we hope that you you can include this as part of your physical activity across the week and it helps people stay more active.
1: Yeah, but there's still a mystery about why it works so well compared with other forms of moderate to vigorous exercise. I mean, we might intuitively think, yeah, I can imagine dancing would work really well, but is there a, a way that you can find out why exactly?
0: There is music therapy research that demonstrates uh, effects on mental health, both cognition and psychological health, that music can improve that. And so what, hap- what we still don't know what's happening inside the brain that is... Potentially going to, um, it may be additive. It may not be when you start moving in time with the music and you have this creative expression happening with dance. Yeah, that's something that. um, Yeah, we need to explore further, right?
1: Yeah, no, that's that's really interesting. Okay, quoting from the reportage I saw, dance appears to be superior to other exercise in lessening the expression of psychological distress as physical symptoms. What what does that mean? It is the way that
0: our body can physically respond to um, negative feelings and thoughts and experiences, and this physical expression or sensation, perception, um, can come about through um, these negative experiences and through dance and movement. These symptoms are, are reducing. So, their perception of these, uh, the body sensations of negative um, emotions is actually being reduced.
1: And is that, is that kind of self reportage just after the dancing has finished, or was it more longitudinal than that in terms of how people felt and, and the outcomes for them?
0: They recorded the outcome measure before and after the dance intervention, as opposed to immediately after the dance class itself. So what we wanted to see um, when we included our the studies is that we wanted to make sure that the intervention itself lasted at least six weeks duration, because the evidence to demonstrate um, more long lasting impact on psychological health and mental health um, needed to have at least six weeks um, for any intervention with, uh, Physical activity intervention okay. And so we didn't want to see Just an acute effect
1: No, I understand So if you're signing up for this yourself As an antidote And a way to improve cognition and mental health You should commit to a few weeks worth of classes Basically
0: Yes, that's for sure For any, uh, for overall mental health improvements Any physical activity You need to be uh, participating in that In the long term at least six weeks before you're going to definitively start seeing some improvements to kickstart ongoing, long-term physical activity and behaviour.
1: Dr. Alicia Fongyan is with us. She's a lecturer in exercise and sports science at the University of Sydney. Compared with other exercise, there's possibly an embarrassment component attached to dance. I mean, people mightn't like to pop along to a studio or go to the dance classes at the gym because they'll feel self-conscious. A lot of us have leaden feet. Would that be fair?
0: Certainly. And I think that is, it's not a problem. I think this is part of any physical activity option and uh, modality that can be offered by clinicians. There are other dance options like um, there is—I don't know if they have this in New Zealand. They have no lights, no lycra sessions at some places where they literally will turn off the lights and put on some music, and everyone gets to have a dance. So you really minimise that um, that impact of embarrassment or um, shyness. It's really dance like no one's watching.
1: <laughs> I'm sure there are no light, no lycra options. I haven't heard of them myself, but that's a great idea. <laughs> what kind of dance? I know you've already said any, but what kind of dance would you suggest to someone of middle age who thinks, okay, I'm going to give this a go.
0: I think as long as it is a music style that they enjoy. So if they like line dancing or rock and roll, or they like hip hop music, go and do a hip hop class. Um, You want to be a ballet dancer because you couldn't uh, do ballet when you were younger, go find a ballet class. I've I've taught adult ballet classes and I've had a few um, people come in that said that they weren't allowed to do ballet when they were younger and one term in and they really came into their own because now they were actually dancing and it's a complete different approach now that they're older in terms of how they learn movement and how they um, can see the applications of learning ballet, for example, in other parts of their life.
1: And that's my last question. You see, I didn't know you taught dance. I knew you'd been a dancer, and I knew you were an expert in shoe design. But in fact, you're saying that you've, you've probably seen the impact of what you're telling us in the flesh. You've heard people uh, talk about it. You've seen presumably an improvement in people after periods of time dancing, yeah? and i know comparisons are invidious but probably they were getting more mental wellness and perhaps cognition benefits than if they'd gone for a brisk walk or riding a bike not that those two activities aren't good but probably dancing superior
0: that's where we that's what we're suspecting in terms of the cognitive benefits particularly from the executive functioning and memory side so the executive function is about that forward planning so you not only have to be performing the step the dance step at the at that time in time with the music but you also have to think of the movements that are coming up in that are coming up next and so you need to know where to shift your body weight you need to coordinate your body and you need to stay in time with the music hear the musical cues And all of that needs to be done while still expressing the creative side and expressing yourself through the music. And I think that multitasking, the forward planning, that's the part that adds the additional cognitive challenge that something cyclical like swimming, running, walking doesn't necessarily have. And then in addition to that is as opposed to doing weight training where you might be told to do three sets of 10 squats. When you're dancing, your focus is on putting the dance steps together. Your focus is on making sure that you move in the right direction, move with everyone else, that you may not realize that you have done the same 30 squats and you may have actually done it because you needed to learn the steps, repeat the steps a couple more times so that you know the sequence. And then repeat again now with music. And so it's more exercise in disguise that you don't realize that you're doing it, but you're still getting the same physical movements happening.
1: And you're doing a whole lot of different things with the brain, which I know some other sports also involve. But in terms of the most common ones, you know, as you say, they can be quite rote and dancing is different.
0: That's right. So you you have that additional mental challenge If you're in a group setting, you have to add in the spatial awareness and um, if it's partner work, you really have to add that connection to be able to create that movement, create the shapes with the other people around you.
1: Fascinating research. And thank you for your time discussing it with us, Alicia. Much appreciated.
0: Thank you so much for having me.